gentlemen, and welcome back to the Code Life Cymru podcast. This is November, and if you are living in Wales and you do not know the significance of November, then you need to give yourself a good talking to. We are in the World Cup. Amaro Heed, you sons of speed. This is our World Cup special, and we are looking forward to talking about all things Wales, all things Cymru, all things Peldroid, and we're going to uh, we're going to let you know some of our ideas for the coming month. We're also going to uh, discuss some of the things that are probably a little bit more challenging about this coming month too. So sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy our World Cup special i'm here with uh, my co-host john butler croeso john tinyown oh uh shamai john yawn diolch now die yawn diolch uh miss miss cuffroys yawn kupana bead come on yes exciting month the world cup uh, is here i do like the way that you're containing your excitement yeah yeah uh, and keeping uh, keeping a, a lid on it, but this is amazing, isn't it? We're actually going to be in a World Cup, um, and uh, I have spent so so much time on platforms and uh, on uh, on this podcast and in other things saying uh, this year I'm going to be fifty. Um, but actually, even though I am proper old now, this is the first time in my lifetime that I've ever seen uh, the FAW. Uh, or CPD Cymru, uh, come Deithas mm. Peldroid Cymru, in a Coupana Bead in a World Cup. That's it's just incredible, isn't it? It's astonishing. It's um, it's a phenomenal moment in uh, history. It's a phenomenal moment in our time. And I think on the back of two Euros or back to back Euros, what better way to celebrate? Um, and what better way to um, honour? I would suggest probably one of the best. Uh, players to ever wear uh, the red shirt other than Mr. Bale himself is to allow him to captain the nation as they walk out to the World Cup later this month. Very exciting. Yeah, and while you've gone a little bit um, kind of weighty and um, and honouring um, Gareth Bale, um, could I just take that to another level? Because mm. this is also... Um, the culmination of what Gary Speed started all those years ago. Mm. Well, yeah, no, definitely. Well, you can look back a little bit further. You can look back a little bit further, couldn't you? There's been a good documentary about the the the, the work behind the scenes before Gary Speed. But yeah, you're right. That kind mm. of that belief, that professionalization, that um, club mentality, and many of the players haven't spoken, haven't they, specifically about how Gary Speed bought that club or that family feel to the to the men's national team that many of them would appreciate yeah. in their in their teams and their clubs they played for actually coming to Wales uh, playing for uh, Cymru was was more exciting um was a better experience and that felt like their home and that Gary Speed was phenomenally instrumental in making that making that possible so yes no you I think you're you're right and this, this month as well it's very important to remember and on on honor his memory um based on what what happened um sadly um those years ago yeah absolutely and to be fair every year when we think of him it brings a tear to my mm. eye just just to think of that uh he is a 
a true um, son of Cymru, and yeah. we're grateful for him and to him for everything that he's done. And I, I, I have to, just because you've you, you've kind of intimated to, mm. with the documentary, I can remember going as a young child, and I mean I'm proper young child now, uh, to uh, the Vetch in Swansea, mm. uh, the old uh, the old Swansea city ground, to watch uh, Wales take on England, and. Um, and back in those days, we were we were not a professional outfit at all, mm. and it was like literally uh, just waiting for the cricket score, if you like, <laughs> uh, in terms of uh, what what the result yeah. would be, and you just think how far we've come. Um, and uh, all you naysayers out there who say we are just a one man team, we are not. I think the whole setup has just been um, transformed, and uh, not only. Are we in a World Cup, yep. uh, which I never thought I would see in my lifetime? But actually, I think the future looks proper rosy. It really mm. looks good, and uh, it's exciting times ahead. Well, uh, um, yeah, I think you're right, and I'm, I know I went early in with the Gareth Bale uh, admiration, and I think all, all I was trying to hint at is, as the captain and as the the years that he's given to Wales is is to be celebrated. But you're right, we are we are not just a one man team. There is some real depth there, and I think there is some exciting future there as well. Um, within that yeah. squad, uh, within this nation. None of us would deny, John, that we needed to have Gareth Bale to uh, to take us to a different level. We we, mm. we all know that. And Aaron know, Ramsey so, as well, the two together. Yeah, just well, chuck Joe Allen in there as well, to be fair, because mm. uh, in 2016, that was, that was our... Uh, uh, please don't shoot me down now, Anyone who's listened to that was our football in Trinity, wasn't it? You know, um, so uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All, sorry, all all the bars are off this, this, for this one episode. Yeah, uh, you could slaughter me after if you, you want to, but yeah, should we move on? I know what you're getting. Um, at. <laughs> I know what you're trying to say in a very bad way, John. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, let's talk Band of Brothers because you you mentioned family. Mm. You'd mentioned how that you know, and and obviously, this is a podcast for guys, and it's a yeah. CVM Cymru podcast. And the fact is, we are building uh, a movement of men across Wales, um, and as a nation, we are very much uh, tailly focused, family focused. We are small, you know. We'll we'll talk about that in a few minutes, mm. but. You know, it's interesting, isn't it, how uh, Team Cymru looks like a band of brothers. They look properly together, don't they? And and it is a bit of an echo, isn't it, to, to what we all need to be. We mm. need to be in that uh, close community of mm. guys who can hold us together. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're bang on. When we get those insight moments into training sessions or press conferences or um, that incredible clip that the um, FAW shared uh, of Michael Sheen recreating his his speech um, and motivation <laughs> to the to the Cumbry squad in that hotel room uh, again yes. you get that vibe that they are family and what I think has been what I've found personally quite refreshing about watching Cumbry um, especially during this latest round of nations league, nation league games the results on the field, on the pitch, haven't been phenomenal. Mm. They've been frustrating at times, but there's no negativity in the squad 
there's no finger pointing. There's no separation. It still very much feels like they're in this together. Mm. <laughs> that that you know, often when we experience challenges, cracks can start to appear, can't they? But I don't feel yeah. like that is that's the case with this group of players, this group of staff. And I think there's something that we can take from that. We can learn from that. We can possibly even be encouraged and inspired by that. That when when results don't go our way in life, the we would need to press into that community, press into that band of brothers, press into our local church rather than withdrawing or allowing the cracks to appear. Um, soap, soapbox yeah. moment over. Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of want to add to that because as you were talking, I remember the situation where um, I um, I climbed at Withber, Snowden, with uh, a mate of mine. Oh, yeah. And um, halfway up, I twisted my ankle. Oh, um, and it was like, literally, we looked at each other and said, are we going to the top or are we now going back down? And uh, in that moment of profound blokey wisdom, I said, we're going to the top. Yeah. And what I didn't realize was by, well, what I did realize would happen probably if I'd stopped to think for more than a nanosecond was that by the time I got to the top, uh, my ankle was the size of a balloon and the only thing holding it in shape were it in, in a decent size was the fact that i had a boot on um and my my mate he helped me all the way down yeah. to the bottom of um Arwithva and uh, got me back into the car and we got you know eventually i got it all sorted but he it was a real shoulder to shoulder moment with this guy and then he moved off to uh, to London and lives in London. Even to this day, he lives in London. Yeah. I never see him. But when uh, and we're not close mates now. It's like we are we are mates, but we're not close mates in the sense of I don't really ever contact him. He never contacts me. But if our paths cross, a we talk about. Do you remember a withver? Yeah. And b, uh, it's like literally the fact that we have ignored each other for the last five years or whatever doesn't matter anymore. It's the fact that we are two guys that are good mates and we're back together. I That's what I see in, in, in a team like team Cymru that actually they can look back, can't they to that night when they, they uh, absolutely trounced Belgium in 2016. I mean, like literally, <laughs> you know, that score. Yeah. No, seriously, seriously. That score flattered yeah. Belgium. Yeah, yeah. That score flattered Belgium. It should have been about seven or eight nil. Um, but um, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you're not denying that. Um, but uh, I mean, a bit of Be- Belgium. Glasses. Well, no, no, I, th- I think you're right. Belgium were a, f- a phenomenal team. The, you know, the expected winners of many and multiple major tournaments uh, and and Cymru yeah annihilated them 3-1 I think you're you're right I think that's fair yeah so so then when you then come to another moment like you know um that moment where we're in um the Netherlands and we look like uh we're going to get something out of the game and in which you were there actually weren't you and then right in that very end moment uh netherlands score and we get nothing out of the game yeah yeah the uh the away game in rotterdam yes john yeah, I, yeah. I was totally. i was there <laughs> you were there you're proper yeah. you are a proper fan i was now, there to you? see us robbed um, of that point yes uh but that's 
that's the point though i'm sure those guys look back to well yeah this is disappointing but look at the look at the glory times that we have had and mm. that holds you together doesn't it and I, I think that's what we have to do in life don't we we have to look back to do you remember i think the whole of the old testament's a bit like that isn't it remember 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 what god has done mm. um which is, is 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 a good lesson, I think. Yeah, um, in life, I, I think that is great, and I think mem- memorials and remembering. And again, we're recording this, aren't we, on um, uh, Remembrance Remembrance Month? <laughs> um, well, we're actually on Remembrance Day today. We are. Actually, so, so we're going to have to pause in a so moment. We're going to date it. We're going to have to pause in a moment yeah. for two minutes silence. So it's going to be a bit awkward for our listeners because they probably won't be listening to it on <laughs> the eleventh of November. <laughs> no, but again, it's that there's there's something in. In remembering and looking back, it's recognizing those that have gone before, especially within Remembrance Day, those who have given of themselves for our freedoms. The greatest demonstration of that, obviously, is Jesus at the cross. But yes, you're right. There is something incredibly important within our within our faith in Jesus. Looking back, and as you said, there's a theme throughout Scripture of those moments of looking back what God has done. Why? Because it reminds us. And it encourages us to keep going forwards by looking back. We're not looking back thinking, oh, the good old days, but we can look back and see what God has done, which enables us to celebrate him and worship him, even in the darkest and most troubling of times. And it encourages us and spurs us on to the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. And without that, we've got no reference point in life, have we? Ah, correct. That's that's, that's the reality, isn't it? We've got no reference point in life. Right. Okay. Well, let's have a let's have a little chat about what's going to happen then over the next couple of weeks, two three weeks. Uh, you know, um, before uh, Cymru gets to the final and actually lifts that that little baby. Uh, that's the trophy I'm talking about. Um, no. Well, uh, I don't uh, know. You never know. No, no. Actually, I, I, let's put a disclaimer in here yeah. now, right? Okay, we are not England uh, football fans. We are not thinking that we're going there to win the blinking thing. Is that right? Uh, I would say I'm incredibly grounded. I'm incredibly hopeful and positive um, about Cymru's performances. Uh, we could talk in a moment about divided loyalties, if you like. Uh, but I think... Oh, we will. I think <laughs> I think the fact that we're in it is is a win yeah. um, already, yeah. and I think sure, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I love that moment. Did you see the uh, interview that Dan Walker did with David Ewing? I on, have not um, seen Channel that yet. 5? No, no. Oh, uh, you have. You've got to see it. It's online. It's so easy to find it. But um, the the lady who presenter who was with uh, Dan Walker said to David Ewing, "Okay." cards on the table yeah. how far are you going to get in the tournament and he literally just said to her i don't do predictions i'm not interested in predictions but what i will tell you is we are going to win we may not win the tournament but just being there yeah. will be a win and i think that's something about um our, our heart and, and yeah. the reality is over the years we've 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 experienced our fair share of disappointment yeah. we have um so just to be there is it is is massive oh, for us. Yeah, yeah, it? it is. And Khol I take to David Yuan for being willing to say and answer that question honestly and with realism. It's not about pessimism and it's not about that, um, no. I, I'm careful how I put it, but slightly irritating sometimes optimism that there is in the English media about England's anticipated and expected performances. Um, 
yeah, by that sort of, yeah, we're going to there, we're going to we're going to win, we're going to bring home the trophy, um, et cetera, et cetera. Actually, let, yeah. let's be realistic. Being there, having this opportunity to perform on the world stage, play with the best teams in the world by being in the tournament, that's a win. Yeah, and and Juarez to you as well. I've never heard arrogance uh, described as optimism myself. But no, I'm just joking. There, I'm joking, uh, guys. If you are listening to this and your allegiance is with England, you do understand. I am deliberately trying to wind you up, don't you? There's no, no heart. I'm not. I'm, I don't actually believe any of the things I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I'll just uncross my fingers now and um, <laughs> let's talk about divided loyalties <laughs> while we're on. Let's this. do this, shall we? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, uh, listeners, I have to completely out Mr. Butler. Right <laughs> okay. He is, right, he is an Englishman by birth, a Chelsea fan. Oh, and, and he is now actually fan. sat a reformed Chelsea fan. And he's now sat here proudly, proudly donning a Zreig Goch on his chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red top. This guy is one of our top, top fans. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to just, um, all joking aside, <laughs> um, uh, do you want to just uh, uh, help us to understand what it's like? Because you've moved here. We've, we've, we've talked about this mm. before. You've moved yeah. across to Wales. You're, you, you're, you're passionate about Cymru. Yeah. Um, and clearly you are getting behind us um, in this month. And, and you're part of it. You're, 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 just, you're a fan alongside all of us. Yeah. Um, do you want to just talk about what that feels like? For sure. Yeah, thank you for uh, outing me. I have I have no shame. Um, I mean, I'm I'm officially an unofficial member of um, a wild a wild gorge, uh, the Red Wall. Um, I, I haven't paid. You're not unofficially, are you? Uh, You've no, been to games. Well, yes, yeah, so I'm officially an unofficial member, so I haven't paid, but I have been to. Oh, I, I have been to watch um, Cymru in action, um, and not in Cardiff either. Um, uh, I went all the way to Rotterdam, as I've already hinted at, to watch Cymru. Mm. Um, and you're right, John. I am currently wearing a Dreig Arvang Chris on my on my shirt. I'm wearing the Wales uh, the Wales World Cup shirt. <laughs> rugby shirt, you almost said. Well, I was going to say I've also seen Wales play rugby, and this is this is my point. So I currently yeah. own two Wales football shirts and zero England tops. Um, I've been to watch Wales play football, and I've never seen England play football live. I've been to watch Wales play rugby in the Millennium Stadium. Um, I know it's not called that anymore, but that's what I call it. Um, and I've never seen England play. Um, uh-huh. And yes, you're right. I live in Wales. So why do I support Wales? Well, um, having done some ancestry checks, um, I-, I reckon I-, I could actually legitimately play for Wales if I wasn't terrible at football. Um in that <laughs> and knocking on a bit yeah all right all right yeah yeah you never know <laughs> okay maybe play veterans or walking football for wales um but uh yeah there's some there's some ancestral connections um but joking aside uh i am i am all in on wales and have been for a number of years pre-living here and most definitely since living here and that's because uh as a as a person, but as a family, we feel called to Wales by God. We we live here, uh, we serve here, we minister here because this is where God has asked us to be. And we love this nation, love these this people. 
And uh, we, I think we've discussed this verse before, possibly not in this context, but I'm always reminded of Jeremiah 29, 7, where it talks about um, seeking the peace and the prosperity and the, the welfare of the city to which I've carried you um, into exile. I don't feel like we're in exile as, as such, but I feel like God has placed us and positioned us here. And so therefore, we're going to seek the prosperity, the welfare, the peace, the wholeness of this nation, and therefore get behind it in terms of, uh, well, dusky Ariaith, learning the language, uh, and uh, cheering for the national main sporting teams, football and rugby, in that order. Um, So, yeah, that's why I'm proudly wearing the shirt. And come the 29th of November um, will be an interesting evening in my house and on my family WhatsApp groups, I would imagine. Yeah, do you know what? Actually, um, uh, Wales are actually playing on my birthday. Oh yes, the big, the 20, big five zero. Twenty twenty fifth of November. Oh, twenty fifth is the Iran game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I couldn't choose which. In ten o'clock. Ten birthday. o'clock in the morning. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. My kids, are, my kids are watching it at school, which is they they're not that fussed. I think that's amazing. I might pop into school with them and watch it. <laughs> um, no, is it? Well, but, but actually, yeah, again. Um, putting my personal supporting aside, I think that's quite a good demonstration from from the school that they're in. It's that it's it's a moment of historical significance for the nation of Wales, and it's a moment yep. to celebrate and and enjoy the experience, regardless of the outcome. Enjoy the experience, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wear my Wales shirt with pride, um, and uh, regardless of what happens on the 21st, 25th, and 29th, I'm going to uh, keep those shirts on. <laughs> Diane, Diane, that's good to hear. Um, okay, so let's um, let's let's talk about some of the. I, I mentioned this to you before we came on on air, and um, I think um, it is an important subject because there are guys out there now. They're listening to this and they're going, "Oh yeah, yeah, I love the fact that you're all passionate. You're all excited about the fact that Wales have got into their first world cup um in my lifetime um yeah since since 58 uh, yeah yeah exactly and all of that stuff and we're going on aren't we about the spirit of 58 and stuff like that you know it's all of that um but it's not as black and white as you think sometimes is it and obviously the the world cup is going to be in qatar um and what's come out in this is um is the fact that there are significant um i i don't know human rights issues uh, on lots of different levels aren't there you know so yeah. it's not just one particular human right issue there's a there's a lot of them and on my facebook feed i've i've read over the last um last uh, few months really but particularly in the last few weeks you know christian guys who are saying i don't know how you can even support this you got to boycott the world cup you've got to make a stand against the human rights <laughs> issues yeah and then you've got others that are really getting excited equally they're christian guys and they're getting really excited about the fact that the world cup's about to kick off one of my mates actually said was challenged on it they said how can you actually be excited about the world cup when there's so many human rights issues and he said yeah yeah i get where you're coming from but i just love football and i, <laughs> well, I actually really i loved it i thought that was such, so honest and I, yeah. actual he gave validity to how i feel about about yeah. it as well yeah. so 
yeah what is there anything you want to say into this into the fact that mm. there is this in the background and yeah. and how do we as christian guys as guys who love jesus walk in a narrow path how do we navigate yeah. stuff like this yeah yeah all, all good all good thoughts all good questions i think <clears throat> if we're honest the fact it is in qatar with the questionable human rights records and the stuff that's being discussed um, in the media, quite rightly, uh, I think does leave a, a slightly bitter taste in the mouth, doesn't it? But mm. let, let's be honest, Cymru, Cymru didn't choose which ho- nation was hosting and they didn't choose which nation was going to hosting when they qualified. So that that park, park that for one moment, as with all the other teams that qualified. Mm-hmm. Um, y- you and I spoke... Uh, in preparation for this, didn't we, about Sepp Blatter, the former head of FIFA, who was head of FIFA when FIFA, well, he awarded Qatar to host it. And he's come out this week in the media again, or recently, to say um, he's sort of backtracking on that decision. Um, He's given a slightly different account as to why Qatar shouldn't be hosting it, suggesting it's too small a nation to host something that is globally significant, but also... um, made the point that back then when it was decided Qatar would host part of the a country's human rights records wouldn't necessarily have been included in the um, selection process or the point scoring process, whatever they do to decide who's hosting. Uh, and this isn't uh, about bribery or corruption at the moment, though again, I'm sure that does feature in part of the discussion around why it was awarded to Qatar. But I think it's interesting that even Sepp Blatter is now articulating perhaps Qatar wasn't the best nation to host it. Well, regardless of that, we've, we've, we're past that point. They are hosting it. And yes, mm. as I've said, it does leave a little bit of a bitter taste in the mouth that it is somewhere that's as questionable in its its treatment of people. Um, however, is there not a benefit and an opportunity to it host, being hosted there to shine a bit of a spotlight on that and to bring mm. that in that conversation onto the world stage to, to apply a little bit of... Um, pressure for some change and some reform uh perhaps a bit more compassion and kindness in that nation mm. um and and again as as Cymru being being there on the world stage you, you've got to be in something to have a valid voice in it sometimes i think and by by countries what, like, like in it to win it in terms of the yeah, argument yes but it, yes yeah. but equally if you want to if you want to speak into a situation you've got to be willing to to go into that situation um and mm. so we have an opportunity now as, as wales uh our government and all of the nations that are featuring in this to 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 make it clear they're there for the football and to suggest some things that Qatar might want to do differently or at least have those conversations uh, around the human rights issues i mean you know, there's all sorts of stories, very tragic stories about injuries and fatalities during the building mm. of the stadiums. Who was actually building those stadiums? Uh, again, um, by being there, you have a bit more permission and a possibility to speak into it. I, I did think it was interesting back uh, a short while ago when Norway were considering boycotting it completely, not even taking part in the um, qualification processes as, as a bit of a protest at the fact that it was there. Uh, and they they had those conversations. They voted as a as a football association to, to not boycott it, to take part in that anyway, but have very much made clear time and again their stance on, they're not in the World Cup, but their, their stance on mm. Qatar not being a suitable host nation, but also Qatar's 
record. Um, and I think that's, again, that's an interesting avenue to go, isn't it? To consider boycotting it completely, deciding not to, because they're aware actually you, you sometimes have a better voice <laughs> by being involved in the process um, anyway. Yeah, I, I as, as I said to you, didn't I, before we started this, um, that, that there's there's a, a valid argument for outing a nation when they're not owning up to the responsibilities they have uh, for people's human rights and and for people's freedoms and and stuff. So, yeah. um, and it's interesting you say this, and uh, I I don't want this to sound negative, uh, but uh, it, it's it's almost like it's. Could you imagine if we had said right at the start, no, we're boycotting this World Cup because we don't, and and, yeah. and the whole world would have looked at us and said, "But you never qualify for a World Cup anyway." So, <laughs> what, what's the point in you boycotting it? You're yeah. not going to get there. So, I think the fact that we are, we did go through that qual- the qualifications as a nation, and we have got there, and 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 I know that uh, I know the boys yeah. uh, well enough to know that they're going to use their their voice and rob page is going to use his voice as a platform or use it as a platform for for the for the voice um so you know and i think guys uh, as you're listening to this my heart is to pray for qatar to pray for yeah. uh, to pray for uh god to do something um in that nation as in every every other nation it's yeah. you know um it, it's it's massive isn't it to be fair um so yeah it's um it, it that that's that's a huge one isn't it you yeah. know so um now we have got one big task to do before we finish but i want to ask a different question beforehand uh and then we're gonna we're gonna talk about the the group itself oh yes we're in oh yes yeah yeah, yeah. um uh this is like a proper boy fest isn't it it's like literally it's like fan fest oh it, it is for, oh for it us, is you know it's like i've never enjoyed a podcast as much um no you enjoy them all I job <laughs> <laughs> i enjoy them all equally um so disappointment you know um now i feel like you've got you, you're qualified to speak about this a little bit uh john because <laughs> you have spent years rocking up as an england fan at these tournaments believing you're going to win every single one of them and you you've <laughs> won one of them haven't you to be fair um and even now yeah. even that was rigged for as a, 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 a that you did it at home so um no um no, I'm joking. I, I really, seriously, guys, I really am. I'm just, you know, I, I like a, I like a little kid in the sweet shop here. But let's talk about how we deal with disappointment in life, because yep. the reality is, I know, um, I know there's going to come a point for every team in this World Cup, mm. right? Where so all bar one is going to get knocked out at some point during this this tournament, okay? Yep. And even even the team who wins it, there will be elation, but then there will be disappointment that it's all over. And all those feelings of seeing your boys on the field uh, dominating and being class and all those sorts of stuff like that, that, that'll come to an end. So, so even if you win the tournament, the fans and the players, they are going to be um, disappointed. And, not disappointed. and, and yep. also on that, that, like a couple of days ago, uh, the Welsh squad was announced. Yes, uh, in Tyler's town in Ronda. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is really interesting. That uh, shows 
a lot of the heart of FAW as well. But yeah. so that you've got the disappointment of the players who didn't make the cut. And then you've got the disappointment of the fans who thought certain <laughs> players should have been in there and not in there. True. Flipping heck. I tell you what, football is full of disappointment as well as elation, isn't it? It's a roller coaster, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a roller coaster. <clears throat> yeah. How do we deal with that kind of the various disappointments, not just within football, but in life? Have you got yep. any advice to share with the boys? Well, I've got some advice. Uh, and I think it goes back to what we were saying much earlier on about um, remembering and memorials. Part of it is looking back. Um, again, not thinking, oh, those are the good old days, but looking back to past successes, looking back to those past moments of celebration. So in a football context, you know, when that, when that comes, the players that haven't been selected to go and play in the World Cup, but if they've been involved in the journey to get into this point, to get in qualification, that's still something to look back with fond memories. Not being selected doesn't doesn't reduce those fond memories or those moments of celebration. Um, and I would suggest, for, again, for fans as well, that the journey to get to the World Cup, the past successes in other tournaments that, again, have been the building blocks to get here are things to celebrate and enjoy and appreciate. But also then looking forward that, that, you know, whatever happens at the World Cup or those moments where we are disappointed, where things don't quite go our way, that that isn't that isn't the end. That doesn't mm. that doesn't mean that that's it. It's over. Okay, yes, the tournament's over, but that's not the end of Welsh football. That's not the end of another more opportunities. And then I suppose flipping that around a little bit and putting it into the life context again, how do we deal with disappointment in life? Well. Sometimes we need to look back and remember the good stuff that God has done, whether that be for us individually or whether that be for our church community that we're part of or for our family. Looking back through scripture to see what God has done for our, our family in terms of our, our history, we're all part of that same family. When we put our faith into Jesus, we are grafted into um, the descendants of Abraham, aren't we? The people of God, the nation of Israel. And so looking at what God's done then, that that's our history. That's our story too. Um, and then also looking into scripture for those verses that do give us strength and encouragement for what we're dealing with. I mean, one of my personal favorites is Psalm 34, where it talks about the, the that God is close to the brokenhearted. He is with those who are crushed in spirit. I mean, football Yes, it can be heartbreaking at times. And I remember as a young lad in 1996, watching Gareth Southgate <laughs> fail, fail to put his ball, fail to put the ball in the back of the net. And as a, as a young kid living in England, that was a disappointing moment. Okay, yeah, that wasn't, yeah. that is not by any means the biggest disappointment I've dealt with in life. But in those moments where I have felt heartbroken or I've seen others experience that heartbreak from whatever life has thrown at them, is that leading into the truth of scripture that God is close to the brokenhearted. Sometimes he's close to us in very obvious ways. Sometimes he's close to us by the people he puts around us in terms of our church family. And actually holding on to that scripture is a great way, great way for dealing with disappointment, personally for me anyway. Absolutely. And I, I, there's nothing else to add to that other than uh, can I just, um, to balance out uh, all that I've said in, in this podcast, um, you know, you mentioned Gareth Southgate missing that uh, <laughs> that penalty, but to yeah. come back, to come back, and and he had to deal with players then who had gone through similar disappointment right, after Euro um, twenty twenty, yeah, yeah, and he was able to put his arm around them and actually give them a context that this is going to be heartbreaking right now. I can't change that for you, but I'm sure he then said, "Look, there is life after this," yeah. and, but and he would have done everything that you 
have said he should. Yeah. We all should do from that. Isn't isn't that a great picture? And please hear what I'm saying. Don't hear what I'm not saying. Isn't that a great picture and a great reflection of what Jesus does for us? That in those moments mm. where we're disappointed, in those moments where we're broken, where we're lost, where we're hurting, he comes alongside us. He puts his arm around us and says, I'm with you. I know what it's like. I've been there too. And I'm not saying Gareth Southgate is 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 Jesus at all, obviously. But what I am oh. saying is that, that there's a picture there of Gareth Southgate Back in Euro 2020 last year, when he put his arm around Saka and Rashford having missed penalties, and he can say with all sincerity, I know how you feel. Jesus puts his arm around us and he can say with all sincerity, I know how you feel. You know, Jesus was abandoned. He was betrayed by his friends. He was, he was, yeah, um, he was broken. He was hurted. He was bruised. He was physically assaulted. Lies were told about him and he suffered death and sickness. He experienced grief as well. He has experienced tiredness and hunger and all of those things. So God is able to say, I, I, I understand. And Jesus is able to put his arms around us and say, I get it. I've been there. I know how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And when we see that in somebody like Gareth Southgate, let's all remember that we're, we're all created in the image of God. And yeah. so that is a, you know, God can use those moments, can't he? Um, whoever we are yeah so uh, yeah um brilliant well um uh, look you know uh let's finish off this uh this podcast with a little bit of um um thought maybe a prediction or two about group b yeah yeah okay let's do it so we have got uh it probably in the order that the group is gonna finish Wales, USA, Iran, and England. Um, so uh, um, I, I'm surprised you didn't come back on that one, John, but there you go. Uh, you, you resist it. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Is, you're not funny anymore, John Stockley. Um, so uh, let's, have a, let's have a think about it. So the opener for, for us is going to be um, USA. Yeah, I, I think... It's important to stress at this point, and this is not an excuse, but this is factual. Group B is probably the toughest group in the World Cup based on FIFA rankings. So mm -hmm. when you look at the teams, the average FIFA ranking of that group is the highest average. And you've got teams, um, if I remember rightly, Cymru are 19th in the world, and I think Iran are 20th. England yeah, are top all in the top twenty. Aren't yeah, they? England that are top ten, and USA as well. Sure. So that they're, they're all they're all very closely um, they're on a par with one another, which I think mm. makes it tough, but it also creates a great opportunity because I think the group is is potentially wide open. There was a weekend a few months ago in in international football in the friendlies when each of those teams were playing different nations, and the only team that won that weekend was Iran, <laughs> which is worrying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's move on from that one. Well, we? no, but all I'm saying is there, there's you know there, there, it, 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 yeah, it's yeah. it's hard to you can't say well Iran will finish bottom then USA no, then no. England and then Wales on top obviously because we can't know for sure. I think um, so. Are you asking me where, what how the group's going to finish, or are you asking me to pick out I'm asking, the results? I'm asking you what you think, how you think that opener is going to go against the USA. USA. I think that's yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be our our best game and our best opportunity to. Um, get a result, um, if I'm honest, and I think we can get three points from USA without a okay. shadow of a doubt. 
do you want do you want to have uh, a stab at what you think the score might be? Uh, I'm going to say two nil, Cymru. Two with with two. Wayne Hennessy in goal after his performance against Ukraine in the World Cup qualifier. Heno is just oh, he's on another level at the moment. So I, I think two nil, confident, confident, and comfortable. Wow. I don't think it will be comfortable, but I think it will be two nil. The scoreline wow. doesn't always determine how close a game was, if you see what I mean. But I'm I'm confident on this. Now, I, I will I will say here now, right, that, that you are a uh, you are you, you have more of a football brain than I've got. But I actually I, I'm a bit concerned about the opener, just in terms of us getting into the tournament and you know, I think that's gonna be one one myself. Oh. I do think we're okay. gonna have, it's gonna be one one. Devorol, Devorol Young. Mm, very interesting. Yeah. So, Iran. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go one all. One That's, all, yeah, eh? yeah, yeah, one okay. all for Iran. So I think we'll beat USA, and I think we'll get a draw with Iran. And I say this for a couple of reasons. First of all, Iran are, I don't think they can be dismissed. They are no that rankings wise, they're up there. But I suppose you have to factor in who they play against to make that ranking. They're a much more unknown quantity because they don't have players that play in mainstream teams across across the world, necessarily in leagues across the world. And actually we know <laughs> from Wales's past experience, taking team taking players that play in League Two, League One, the lower levels of, of English football, they perform very differently when they're in a Wales shirt. And so I think Iran could have that. And also let's consider the environment and the atmosphere of Qatar. It's the Middle East, it's humid, it's hot. It's similar to Iran. It's not a million miles away from Iran. There'll probably be quite a lot of traveling fans lot therefore more pressure and I would say I'm going to go one all for um, Wales against Iran okay I think <laughs> Iran is going to be one nil to us to Wales Whew. yeah okay. I, I think it will stay I think it will stay nil nil for a long time in that game yeah and I think late on in the second half yeah. We'll get a free kick or we'll get something and we'll get a 1-0 win okay. from that game. So, so far, you both of us have put Wales on four points then after two games. We have. We have, yes. So, <laughs> so it must be true. Um, England. Yeah. I mean, my, my heart says I'd love Wales to get a point out of it at least, if not all three. I'm sure my father-in-law, if he ever listens to this, would now be clenching his fists um but <laughs> i i feel uh i'd love comrie to get at least a point if not all three realistically um i think england would probably win it on, on paper especially but then again who knows on the pitch mm -hmm. strange things happen and when you look back to euro 2016 england wales were in the same group england beat wales but wales won the group didn't they mm. um so i don't think that result Although it's the last group game, hopefully not everything will depend on that game. But I think, yeah, uh, I'd be happy with the point. Realistically, we probably will get nothing from that game. Um, but so score. England don't score a lot. Uh, one nil, England. But but I'd love um, to see a one all draw, if not <laughs> if not a victory for Cymru. But um, yeah, my my main prediction: one nil England. But I'm really hoping for a one all draw. I am going to go out on a limb here now. Ooh. We have um, struggled to beat um, England for almost as long as we've struggled to get into a World Cup, to be fair. And throughout my life, uh, we have really not... We've we've not beaten 
England that often at all. Um, so I, but I feel like in my water, yeah, we're going to do it. Okay. I genuinely think we're going to do it, but I think we're going to do it by a solitary goal again. Okay. One nil or one nil. Okay. Interesting. Um, but what I will say is it could be two one, but I said, I, I, whether we can hold, keep them out for a full 90, I'm not sure. But, See, um, yeah. What's interesting, I think, is that England could have won both of their earlier games, couldn't they, against Iran and USA. And so in many respects, the Wales result might not matter as much to England as it does to Wales in the points and getting out of the group. There's there's another reason why I think we'll we'll do all right against them. Yeah. Um this time round. And that is because I think we will we will look back to twenty sixteen and we'll realise that we changed our game plan when it came to England. We yeah. played differently against England than Very we true. against the other teams. And we were being successful against the other teams and then we came to England and we were fearful of losing, so we changed the way we played. I don't think they'll make that same mistake this time round. So I think we will. I think we'll get a. We, we will get the three points from them, and we will then go through as winners of the group. Ooh. Okay. That's that's my my prediction. Quite I take. I think. I think. Yeah. I think. I think. I'm confident. Cumbria will get out of the group. Um, yeah. But I. Th- I think probably second in the group. But that's fine. I, I think out of the group would be wonderful. Okay, so here we go, right? We've got two guys uh, chatting on this podcast. Both of us are passionate about Cymru in the World Cup. One has a connection to um, to England too. Um, can I ask you this final question <laughs> yeah, cool. before we wrap things up? What do you think, which game do you think is going to be the most important in this group for Wales? So everyone will oh. say that the England game is the most important no. one, isn't it? It's like it's the old enemy. It's this, yeah. that, and the other. Um, which one would you say is the most important? I don't think it's the England game. I think it's the other two, and it's a tough one to call. I think Iran would be a harder game, based on the reasons I've already given. But I think probably the most important game is USA. First, first game. So get off to a good start, yeah. and then yeah. win start, the first game. Start strong. Gets, yeah. You know, come away with three points for sure. I know I've said two nil, but actually come away with a performance where the team has been tested, the team has worked together, and the team has, if necessary, grinded out a result as gritty as it might be. But get a result, get it in the bag, gives you a bit of confidence and a bit of momentum going into the the following games. I actually totally agree with you. I think oh. if we can get off. Yeah, we can get off to a good win, can't we? It just relaxes yeah. you. You're in oh, the tournament. Yeah. Once you've got those first points on the board, even a draw would would kind of do it. But, you know, it's about avoiding defeat isn't yes. it, in that very first game, yeah. to be fair. So, yeah. um, wow. So, so guys, we've, <laughs> we're really excited. Oh, uh, yes, I don't know whether you picked that up. <laughs> um, but, um, but also, we we want this to be a moment where uh where we can uh just remember the importance of um being in something together yes um together stronger together stronger indeed um but we want we also want you to to um 
uh, to be thinking about how you can get alongside your mates um, shoulder to shoulder. Um, I've got to say, uh, for that uh, that middle game, the Iran game, um, yeah. I, I'm going to be um, at a men's event and I'm doing a halftime talk. I don't know how how interested the guys who are going to be there are going to be in, in me giving a 10-minute talk in the middle. But we, we've got a bunch of guys coming together to watch that game. Um, and then we're all going to hide away in our own living rooms or local pubs for the England game because yeah. we are all, you know, that's going to be high high tension. But yeah. uh, what I want to say is maybe there's an opportunity for each of us to get alongside our mates in this and share share ourselves with them, share the hope of the gospel with them, yeah. uh, hang out, uh, you know, just just enjoy some time together knowing that we are here um, as uh, followers of Jesus and um, with, with the opportunity that uh, that this gives us to hang out with with our mates and uh, and give some hope uh, right. to to the guys that we care about. Anything else you want to add, nah. Mr. Butler? Dim uh, dioch. Um, just kafoi siawn, kupuna bead. Very excited uh, about the World Cup. And um, always a pleasure to talk with you and chat with you, my friend. And, and hopefully, aside from our predictions, some of this content has been helpful and encouraging uh, to you guys out there as well. Yeah, enjoy the enjoy the World Cup, enjoy the experience. Yeah, Munhar Kupan Kupanabid. Yeah, let's um, let's uh, finish with um, uh, we are proper proper um, come reading this up we're going to finish with uh, the dulcet tones of our national favourite David Ewan Amaro Heed you sons of speed and next time we talk maybe just maybe we may be world champions no I love the way John is just shaking his head right now maybe I don't even believe this we're going to enjoy whatever happens it's been great chatting with you guys and we look forward to speaking to you next month. Take care, John. Well, guys, that's it for this month. Thank you for listening to the Code Life Cymru podcast. We really do appreciate all the support that you give us. And it's fair to say that we couldn't do any of this without you. So please do remember to head across to our YouTube channel and subscribe to it if you haven't done so already. And please, please do consider visiting CVM org.uk forward slash donate to support us financially every penny raised in wales is used here in wales to spread the gospel thank you very much diochen fawr iawn